Fatality. up everybody welcome to fatality a mk retrospective i'm your fluff master supreme the one who knows the combos to make sandel scream mr big johnny d and allow me to introduce me you to my illustrious co-host you know him as that doppelganger kangabanga the saucy aussie as i like to personally call him mr brody kano kane hey you fucking going you dog yeah buddy oh what today what is today today is june 19th for all you out there lovely lovely people and uh well we got a doozy of a fucking episode today because it's uh it's the final round and yeah we're gonna go out with a fucking bang fucking i awesome i'm sorry go ahead buddy i was gonna say it's uh it's come to an end mate it's a little bit sad it's bloody it's been a great great ride with you there on this journey i agree man and uh it is a little sad but i think at the same time like you know we don't want to get to the point where we're just beating a dead fucking horse uh absolutely but uh, yeah, before we dive into this tasty fucking nugget of an episode that we should have today, um, we like to start our episode as tradition with a little slice and dice. So uh, we weren't here last week. We took a little hiatus. That was my own fault or my own fault because uh, I went camping. But Brody, how you been, brother? Oh, I've been extremely well there, Mr. Johnny D. Thank you for asking. Um yeah, same old shit going on with me down in my neck of the woods. Um, just working heaps, um, watching bulk fucking movies. Um, oh, we recorded a new episode of Lights, Camera, Exploitation yesterday. So nice. very, very interesting. Yeah, we uh, reviewed Shaft from 1971, I think. Fuck, I should know that. I, I do apologize. <laughs> but if, That's all good. Um, but, yeah, so that, that, was a, that was a fun episode to uh, – talk about and not only that oh my um as i spoke to you before the show about like uh the guyver came from arrow uh videos and uh binge watched the shit out of it straight away just fucking yeah a lot of a lot of uh nostalgic flashbacks happening there it's great <laughs> i even went i even went to the gym um after it and then i was at the gym and i'm like i wonder if i can watch number two Luckily, they've got number two on YouTube. So I was just sitting there in the gym doing my shit while I was watching number two. So that was, I got about halfway through that. I think that goes for about two fucking hours. So that was a uh, dark hero. Yes. Yep. Thank That's you. One. Nice. And um, yeah. So um, other than that, mate, I've just been, yeah, chilling out. Like I said, watching bulk movies and yeah, just uh, very keen to do today's episode. So yeah, how you been, mate? I can't complain. Um, like I said last week, I was camping with the family. It's pretty nice. Got a little, you know, it's always nice to get away every once in a while, lose your responsibilities as much as you can. That being said, um, what the fuck else? Dude, I painted my house today. Well, finished painting my house. My old man's been pretty much doing it, which, you know, whatever. <laughs> it keeps him busy, I guess. I keep yelling at him. I'm like, you don't have to do my shit. He's like, ah, whatever. Um, so we finished that up. So 
felt that felt pretty good. It felt pretty nice to uh, get the house looking nice and spiffy, Ooh. and uh, just been enjoying the pool, man. I've been watching a little Conquest, uh, especially in prep for this episode. Not a lot, you know, enough. <laughs> I didn't like chow down through the whole series, but let's see what else. Uh, been doing Gormore, obviously, as you know, and you also have been doing that. Yes. And yeah, man, I think other than that, I think it's time to get into this bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, apologize. I've just been sharing the episode here a little bit. So you want to take it from the top there, Broham? Absolutely. Thank uh, you. So... Mortal Kombat Conquest. Um, so that was from 1998 to 1999. And our cast is pay. Oh, I'm going to fuck this up already. Pay, pay, oh, fuck me. Paolo Montalban as Kung Lao. I think I got that right. Daniel Bernhardt as Ciro. Christina Logan as Taja. Taha. Fuck me. Uh, Tracy Douglas has four packs. Bruce Loke as Shang Tsung and Jeffrey Meek as Raiden and Shao Kahn. Nice. All right. So <clears throat> I should have, we're going to, before we do the plot here, I got a, it's going to be a nice video heavy episode today because we're going to watch some fucking trailers. Yeah. So, uh, these aren't all trailers, by the way. This is actually the promo for Conquest. So, but it gives you a good overall of the show if you've never seen nor heard, if you're an audio listener, uh, this shit. But I hope you enjoy it. Each of us, there burns the fury of a warrior. In every generation, a few are chosen to prove it. Three strangers will travel to the mystical round of Outworld to defend our people against Shao Kahn. You will his forces of darkness in an ancient tournament one more victory your soul is mine and our world is theirs Zero. Taja. Orvax. Shang Tsung. Raiden. Sub-Zero. Scorpion. Last time they fought for their lives. This time they are fighting for arms. Mortal Kombat Conquest. Yeah. Fucking solid. Right? And uh, do that. I think that promo sold that show perfectly for what it was. Yep. 
Uh, oh man, it actually looked really fucking good. Like I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I'm all about that fucking cheese, but that that looked really good. And I don't mean to keep shitting on Armageddon, but that looked actually better than Armageddon. Well, um, I'm not going to disagree with you, dude. It actually is better than Armageddon. And even though I'm like, okay, shit CGI again aside, this was a TV show, not a fully produced movie. Yep. So, okay. Can kind of understand, you know, why it is what it is. Because it was, uh, this wasn't CW. This would have been the WB at the time. Uh, this yep. was a WB series back in 97 and this was like also in the height of like Hercules and all that other like Xena and uh, <laughs> Jack of all trades and all that. Yeah. First camel. Um, but I mean, you want to give the plot rundown brother and then we can uh, do some discussing here. Absolutely mate. So awesome. 500 years before the 10th tournament in which the original Mortal Kombat is based, we followed the monk Kung Lao, seeing him winning the Mortal Kombat tournament of that generation against the sorcerer Shang Tsung. After his victory, he bands together with other warriors of Earth in order to train them, as well as deal with numerous enemies and evils, including Scorpion, the Lin Kuei, the Black Dragon, and of course Shang Tsung, with his plot for eternal revenge all the while being watched over and guided by Lord Raiden as they continue through their adventures. All right. Thank you, buddy. So Conquest was, uh, it was a fun series, man. Like it was something that should have never been like taken too seriously. I think it was written enough, but it was, dude, it was cheese. Like it it was definitely Mm -hmm. some cheese for sure. The costumes were like, I, not even cosplay level. They were like mid tier cosplay level. <laughs> but I say that at least, okay, so at least Conquest took the designs from Scorpion and Sub Zero from MK95, right? Yeah. Simplistic, still worked great. It was the same motherfucker that did it, Chris Casamasa, which was awesome. Um, so, like, the, you know, the fighting is definitely on par. Like that was that was one thing, dude. Like if you love cheesy, like what do they call it? What uh, wire string fighting? Yes, yes. Like th- this shit's like gonna be up your alley, dude. Like for real. And there's some wrestlers all in here, dude. A lot of a lot of random like Mortal Kombat tidbits. Even though it's a series, like five. What we say, five hundred years in the past. Yep, but. I mean, from what you saw of it, dude, like, you know, what do you, what, what's your take on it? Well, well, this was a show that I, growing up as a kid, I'd heard about the movies, um, never heard about this at all. And we never got this down here in Australia. Um, well, not that, I mean, we could have, but when I was growing up, I never saw it anywhere on the video shelves or, you know, on TV, um, and even when I went to do a bit of research on this, like visually, uh, the research, I, I couldn't find really anything on YouTube. So it's, it's like one of them really hard things to find. I guess I'd have to go on eBay and buy. But by looking at that trailer and watching a couple of fighting clips on um, YouTube, 
the choreographed uh, choreograph uh, fuck me choreographed fight scenes actually look very entertaining. They look great. I I thought they looked great at least. Um, and it was Quan Chi and Kung Lao. I think that was the fight scene I'd seen. Um, yes. And yeah, and even just in that scene itself, I, I thought it actually looked really good. Like, um, and I, I like yes, the acting is cheese. Um, and the costume design on some of them, yes, pretty. But you're right though; they took that scorpion and Sub Zero element from like the '95, put it back into this. I mean, I was still happy enough that we got that f- from the fucking like you know the '95. So it's good to see them sort of come back with their masks. And that. I think Reptile is in this as well, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was good to see him come back and look like the '95 version as well. But. Dude. There was a lot of, like, Noob Sabawas in this. He looked a little different. Like I said, there was, like, the story definitely, like, changes things around quite a bit. But we actually get our Scorpion versus Sub-Zero fight way better than the Armageddon one. Like, Armageddon tried to look cool and it tried to look like MK3, but it just was, like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. You'd always expect that from this show, but this show tried tried better, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and but this it, one even... Oh, sorry. No, sorry. No, no, you're right. You're right. You go. Yep. No, I was just saying, like, dude, like, I feel from this show, even some of the powers and shit that they gave the characters, they ended up like bringing into the game, like Scorpion had a fireball, all that good shit. Yep. Um, uh, what were you saying, brother? No, I was just gonna say, um, and also looking at that trailer, I mean, the lighting, the the production design, it just looked like a more grounded, darker version. That, that, that we got from what like maybe Armageddon. I don't like to keep going back to Armageddon, but it's <laughs> no, like, you're fine, dude. Yeah, it's like they've used that as like, all right, what not to fucking do, and we're going to improve obviously in this TV series. But like, um, I think I was watching one clip there with Sub Zero and how he gets his powers, and even just in that scene, yes. I, it, yeah, it looked that looked fucking cool. Like, um, the really dark shadow play, and you got that cool blue lighting coming through and but even the characters in themselves are just so mysterious and dark and you know but even though the cgi is like pretty pretty bad but yeah, yeah you put all that shit aside and yeah i think it looked really great so i dare say i'm gonna fucking go out of my way and try and buy this so when i picked it up and i understand there's you know i get there's the inflation rate for you guys down there in comparison but on amazon that shit was 20 bucks Oh, yes. So I would say totally worth it. And Chad would agree with me. Good old Chad Daddy. Chad Dadson. This, it, it's a very adult, like I said, dude, it's, it's Power Rangers. It's Mortal Kombat Power Rangers. But it's definitely a way more adult, dude, because like all the ladies are just being wearing like the skimpiest motherfucking things in that they could dude. And even my wife, like the first time we were watching like the first or second episode, she's like, what is this rated? I was like, it's like, I don't know, like TV Y seven. Why? She's like, what? She's like, this was on TV. I was like, yeah. She's like, I feel like you're watching like softcore porn. I'm like, I can understand that. Um, <laughs> but I'm also enjoying it. So there's that. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's like, "This is on TV." I was like, "Hell yeah!" And I was watching this shit when I was a kid. 
yeah. <laughs> getting all sorts of fuzzy feelings. Oh, yes. But uh, I mean, what else to say, dude? Conquest, it's it's a fun show. There's like we said, there's cheese. If if you're into MK, which obviously we are, I would say definitely check it out. Um, especially if you, dude, if you were into the old shows, like I said, like Hercules, Xena, where it's like they were just fun shows. They were, you know, they were produced as best they could, but they're TV shows nonetheless. Like. But they still had decently written stories and everything like that. Like, that's yeah. how this was, man. The stories are good. The acting is like pretty decent. You know, it's yeah. not too bad. It's not the best. Um, you know, I feel like the Christopher Lambert Raiden ripoff. Uh, he's yeah. definitely Christopher Lambert Light or uh, <laughs> B side, maybe. Yep. But you know he does he does a good job, man. I feel like he he pulls it off well. Uh, any last thoughts, bud? Before we carry it on? No, other than the fact that yes, I'll be uh, definitely going out of my way to uh, purchase this. Now, is this on Blu-ray? That's what I was going to ask. Is that- um, not that I could find, or if it was, it was like out of production or whatever. That we it was very expensive to get. Yeah, right. I don't think they ever. Don't quote me on it, but I'm going to say they. it's not. I think it's just on DVD. Yep. But you never know, man, with the whole Mortal Kombat. Like, they put that shit on fucking HBO Max, like, right after the movie and everything came out. So you never know, man. Warner Brothers might try to get some, some money out of it. We'll see. Absolutely. Get a little blood from that stone, you know? <laughs> no oh, shit at him. Before we move on, you mentioned the Sub-Zero scene. Him training. Yes. That was actually pretty awesome. I, and I will say because it, it showed his his learning of his ma- the mastery over ice and everything like that. And just like yeah. where they started with it up to the point of like him fully encased in ice to the point where he could break. Like, yeah, that was actually pretty dope. Yeah, that was cool. What they they give him that fire and ice option, and it's whether his body would agree to some sort of like was it? That, it was, yeah, I think like it was that. something along those lines. I and I apologize. I wish I knew. It's been a couple. I haven't watched the episode in a couple of weeks. But yeah, it's something like that. And it, it's his body learning to adapt to it, and then eventually be able to control it. Is what it was, I think. That's but the squ- like scorpion in this show was like super weird because it was it was actually like a scorpion in hell that Shang Tsung sent up and it like I think bit or stabbed a warrior and then like he turned into the scorpion, which it's like okay, so this is just totally not Hanzo Sashi or any of that other bullshit, like. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but you know yeah, what? It still worked, and they didn't even muffle his voice. Like he just talks like me or you in it. Like that was that one of the clips I'd seen. It was just him talking normally. I was like, isn't he meant to have like this raspy? I don't know voice effect that you know is a little bit different in a sense. Listen, man, they had to pay for that. So I don't know if you know. I don't know if you noticed his like. Obviously, they stuck with the '95 like weird monster aesthetic of spear. But dude, they made it way more like dragon esque mm. in this series. He's got way more like little like head tendrils and shit like that. Like, oh, I actually kind of like this design a little better, believe it or not. Even though the CGI was shittier. Yes, yeah. absolutely. 
All righty. So off from Conquest to actually we're going to jump a little bit farther in the past. I probably should have put this one first, but whoops, Daisy. We are talking Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm. And uh, we're not going to do the trailer yet. We'll do it. You want to read off the cast, buddy, and then we'll do the trailer? Absolutely. All right. So we have, oh, we have our boy fucking Clancy Brown as Raiden, also Ermac. Um, Olivia Abo as Sonya Blade. Dorian Harewood as Jax. Luke Perry as Sub-Zero. Mm. Chris Summer as Princess Katana. Oh, Ron Perlman as yeah. Striker. Damn. Todd Thorley as Nightwolf and Brian Toshi as Liu Kang. Fuck. This has got right, some pretty dude. big names in this thing. I mean, shit, dude. Clancy Brown and fucking Ron Perlman alone. That's Fuck. some boy. That's some fucking, yeah. That's some A game. That's an A game right there. But, uh, uh, yeah. Just just before we go into the trailer, yeah. I gotta say this. I would have loved to have seen a live version of Clancy Brown as Raiden. That would have been fucking Okay, sick. so this is 96, Clancy. He was still pretty young. Mm. Like, are you talking, like, still that Clancy or, like, today's Clancy? Because, like, today's Silver Fox Clancy, I could definitely see that shit. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, no, I, I, no, look, I'd go with the fucking 90s and just give him that white hair. Make him look a little Fair bit Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I mean, mean it was, was Christopher he... Lambert, so. Yeah. I, I wonder what he was actually doing around that time. It wasn't Pet what Cemetery, was Pet Cemetery 2. 2. That was 91, right? That was, yeah. Oh, so it's um, in 94, he was doing Shawshank, but in 97, he was doing Star, uh, Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was the year after because this is 96. All right. Yep. Nice. Damn, and um, and obviously, other shout out if you aren't familiar with Clancy Brown's, uh, not what do I want to say, vocal work. He's fucking Mr. Krabs, dude. Oh, <laughs> fucking oh, SpongeBob. He is Mr. Krabs. I remember the first time I found that out, dude. It just blew my mind. I was like, what? I was like, that's the dude from Pet Cemetery too. That's awesome. <laughs> that was the first movie I ever saw him in. So that is always like my go-to when I think of Clancy Brown. But uh, uh, so then, then Starship Troopers. I'm not going to say like, I mean, Starship Troopers is there. But All right. So I do not have the trailer for this one. However, we're going to watch the intro to the show. Yeah. Just as good. Much has changed since the last Mortal Kombat tournament. Dark forces of Outworld have begun invading the Earth realm. These attacks are seriously weakening Earth's dimensional fabric, enabling not only Outworlders to enter the Earth realm, but warriors from other domains as well. Only the most extraordinary warriors could possibly meet this challenge. Liu Kang, Princess Kitana, Sub-Zero, Jax. Sonya Blade. Nightwolf. Kiva. 
Curtis Stryker. Driven by purpose and bound by honor, these are the defenders of the realm. That's Yo, fucking man. cool. Get that bowl, pour that cereal, and sit your ass down. It's Saturday yeah. morning, baby. Let's oh, do yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, man. Fucking I. This took me back, dude, because I don't know about you, but I definitely watched this shit when I was a kid, and I fucking loved it. Oh, oh my God. Well, this is another one that we never got down here on TV, and I only wish I'd have fucking seen this when I was a kid. Right? Could you imagine that shit, dude? You're a kid, like, that, bro, that's just making your weekend right there. You know what I mean? I feel cheated. I feel fucking cheated of my childhood. I feel cheated for, I feel cheated for you, dude. Like, honestly. That sucks. Yeah, that looks so good. And fucking Clancy Brown, like Defenders of the Realm. That was so fucking cool. I was like, ah, you motherfucker. And, and Ron Perlman so, as Curtis Stryker with the power of cop. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, bullets. He hasn't he doesn't really use his gun though in this series. He's more of a baton man, but that's all right. Yeah. And uh oh man. So like all good cartoon series, um, they follow a certain formula, things like that. And yeah. one of the best things was uh, you always got to have a catchphrase, right? Especially yes. like with a recurring episodic kind of show like this. And so Sonya Blades was, it's combat time. And so she fucking would yell this shit out, dude, like three to four times per <laughs> fucking episode. Like anytime she would go into battle, it's combat time. Da, da, da. And then they would like bust in with the fucking music, which was great, dude, because anything I feel like Mortal Kombat <sighs> media wise mm-hmm. literally just uses fucking the same MK fucking techno syndrome, which I love because it's just like, uh, nope, we're going to beat this shit to death and it won't matter yeah. because it's still awesome because you get pumped every time. They're just like, yeah, here it goes. Like they did it right there in the fucking intro. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. And that one sounded better than the fucking remake that, or the reboot. That <laughs> I'm just putting it out. Go there. back to our bonus episode to find that shit out. How we feel. <laughs> uh, and it's soundtrack. Um, so so Sub Zero is a good guy in this. Yeah. So this is okay. So. Well, why don't you read the plot, bud, and then we'll hop yep. into the discussion here. And, uh, yeah, then we'll take we'll go back to that question. Cool beans. So in this series, Raiden has assembled a group of warriors after the tournament to continue to defend Earthrealm for all types of invaders. The team works out of a hidden facility with Nightwolf being the tech guy in the chair, although sometimes he does join in the in on the action they fly to their missions in the new fancy jets known as the dragon jets and are essentially a glorified superhero squad the group fights many enemies and villains along the way including scorpion the new cyber linkway and of course the big arch villain of the series himself shao khan yes so this was a short-lived like conquest this was a uh Lasted kind of a one season dealio, one year in and out. I think this one had, oh my God. Let's see, Conquest was like 22 episodes. I feel like this was close to that, maybe 20 episodes. 
Yep. I apologize in advance. I should have looked that up. My bad. Ah, I can look that up, but fuck, it doesn't matter. Anyways, last in one season. That's all that matters. <laughs> but it was entertaining, man. It was fun. And yes, going back to your question, Sub Zero being a good guy. So this was, if you couldn't tell by costume design, uh, this was all coming off the MK3 hype for sure. Right. Oh, yes. Like, I mean, you got Armageddon in 97. Go back to our MK3 episode when we talked about it. But like, dude, 95 to 96 was just MK3 crazy. I mean, yep. you know, we had three. We had the game plus two additional drops of that game with add-ons. Uh, so probably by, I want to say this was launched... Trilogy probably would have been launched in the middle of when this cartoon series was going on, would be my guess. Um, now, while it takes characters and the costume designs, obviously, lore-wise, it, it doesn't do really anything to with, like, the actual MK canon bullshit, like, like that. And I don't say bullshit like that, but you know what I mean? Like, it just kind of does its own thing. It's a cartoon series. It kind of has to. And like I wrote in the plot somewhere, it, they're a superhero squad, dude, like full out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're when they're going in in jets and shit at this point, like. I was about to say, yeah, it kind of lost me a little bit when I heard jets in there. But I'd still fucking, I'd still watch the shit out of it. It's not a terrible thing. It's just. Look at, you got to look at it from a cartoon standpoint. Once again, man, that was marketing. Because that the Dragon Jet was a toy, and I remember that shit. Because it came with Luke Hang as the pilot, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Never had one, didn't want one, but yeah. But no, man, great, uh, great cast, Ooh, and yes. it's a fun, it's a fun little series. I su- I suggest go and check it out. YouTube had it. I haven't checked in a while. They did have it for a minute though, where you could like find all the episodes kind of broken up. They didn't, they weren't in order. Um, and then there was another link on YouTube. I think that had the whole series, but it played as a movie. So it was just like the big old chunk of like two and a half to three hours or whatever. I believe it was. So, so each episode kind of went for like 20 minutes roughly. Was it? Yeah. 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 And so if I find that, buddy, I'll send that to you, dude. To, yeah, that'd uh, be awesome. Yeah, I'll have to take a look. Because that's how I watched it not too long ago, dude, with the little one. Uh, when I was taking that in when we first started this podcast, and I was just like, taking all the MK I can. Because um, <laughs> the new movie was on the way, and I was, yeah, we were hungry. Hungry for it. Did your daughter like it? Uh, she enjoyed it a little bit. Well, obviously, it was more me riding the nostalgia train, and she was just like, Dad, let's watch something else. And I'm like, Mortal Kombat. She's like, yeah. She's like, how about Avatar? And I'm like, all right, I'll watch Avatar. I like Avatar. But uh, <laughs> that could be a whole different podcast, dude. Avatar Last Airbender podcast. Oh, man. I have to pitch that one. All right. <laughs> so I think. Unless you got anything else to say on this, sir, I think we could uh, skip it along here to this next one. I'm um, I'm very good. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Luke Perry. One last thing is Luke Perry as Sub Zero was definitely an odd choice to voice Sub Zero. 
he's a very soft spoken sub zero, which is very like I don't know, mm. just, just throws me off a little bit every time I see it or hear it. Pow. Yeah, yeah, he's like, Ice Beam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like he's always like kind of brooding, but he's like not brooding like Batman brooding, like you can't expect the sub zero if he was. Yeah, but, yeah. It, it, uh, just, <laughs> Weird choice, but it was also 96. So, you know what I mean? Bigger name. Sell it. Yep. But <clears throat> moving on, we are going to skip ahead to 2011. And we are yeah. talking Mortal Kombat Legacy Season 1. So, we're going to talk about both seasons split up. We're not going to talk about Simon Sansley because, fuck it, dude, it's the last episode. We're going to fill this bitch out. All right. Yes. So, you want to take the cast, buddy? Absolutely. So, we have Fraser uh, Atheson as Baraka. I think I got that right. Don't care. Uh, Shane Warren's, yeah, Shane Warren Jones as Cyrax. Uh, Michael J. White as Major Jackson, Jack Spriggs. Uh, Matt Mullins as Johnny Cage. Darren, fuck me. Shahalave. Yeah. Shahalave, yeah. As Kano, uh, Samantha Joe as Katana, Jolene Tran as Melina, Michael Rogers as Quan Chi, Ryan Robbins as Raiden, Ian Anthony Dale as Hanzo Hasashi, Scorpion, Peter Shinkoda as Sector, Cherry Ryan as Sonya Blade, Johnson Fan as Shang Tsung, and Kevin Ohoshi as Baihan. Very nice, buddy. Very nice. Thank you kindly. All right, so before we jump into the trailer here, I'm going to make a little side note that uh, I didn't put in the show notes, but I feel like we need to talk about it. So, yes, Legacy. The reason we have Legacy is because the director of this made a nice little snippet a few years before this titled Mortal Kombat Rebirth. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, if you are not familiar with it, it's about, mm, I want to say maybe a five to six minute little fan film. Yes. Kind of very law and order feel to it. It's uh, It was interesting. I enjoyed it. Yes. It was very different. A lot of people did not like the take on it. I can understand. It, it took a very, it, it was the gritty, which was awesome but it took a way more realistic approach to MK mm-hmm. that we've never necessarily have seen. And I feel like a lot of the fans didn't particularly like, um, yes. So it left behind all the kind of mysticism and shit like that and made it more, like I said, realistic. So case in point, Baraka was a medical MD who like literally fucking lost it. And was doing surgeries to himself and then actually, like, you know, surgically implanted fucking blades into his arm. So, okay, weird hot version of fucking Baraka for sure. But the fight scene between him and Johnny Cage during Reboot was fucking awesome. That was fucking bad. And brutal as fuck, too. Oh, my God, dude. When they killed Cage, I was just like, (gasps) oh. But it was it was an awesome way to go out, you know what I mean? Like, it's another and, reason to hide it. But right. And side note, that was uh, a couple of characters that were in rebirth, rebirth reprised their roles for Legacy here. 
such as Johnny Cage and Michael Jai White for uh, Jackson Briggs, as well as, um, oh my God, <laughs> we just said her fucking name uh, for Sonya Blade there, Jerry Ryan. Yes. Um, yeah, man. So MK Rebirth gave us legacy because people liked it, but they didn't like it enough. So they wanted, you know, but this is what we got. And yeah, let's watch the trailer and we will discuss after this. I've come to make you an offer, Mr. Cage. One new anthology. You have to do this. Yes, I do. Witness the events that decide their destiny. Kill them all. And the fate of Earthrealm. We don't have a lot of time. Here your teams to move out. This is the future. All right, it's a good trailer. Fucking, I thought it was sweet. So, Legacy web series. Uh, this dropped out right after no, yes, right after um, MK9, or actually yes. a little bit in collusion with it, I believe. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I think because MK9 was actually talking about it, so it was like right after MK9, and the show is awesome, dude. Oh, it's fucking great. It, it it's different, not different enough to where it's like unappealing to most. I feel, uh, mm-hmm. such as Rebirth. But I I wish it was more linear. Obviously, we would get that in the second one, which we will discuss. Yes, but it was great, man. Like when that first episode, when you watch with Jackson, Sonya, and Kano, and it ends. Yes. Yep. You're so upset when it ends because you're like, no, I want more. <laughs> ah, <laughs> like, fuck, dude. And then there is no more because it's just something completely different the next episode. And you're like, well, fuck, dude. Like, God damn it. I want more. Like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And the, the Raiden episode, I feel, is the most, like, I, it, it's the craziest episode, dude, and probably one of my favorite, or if not my yep. favorite. Yeah, I was going to mention that actually. I really like it how he um, was it. He comes back into present day, doesn't he? And it, but then they just they think that he's like a paranoid schizophrenic or something. He ends up in a mental Dude, asylum. Is that well? The- he lands in he lands in a mental asylum. Yes, and yep. yeah, like they don't obviously don't believe he's the Lord of Lord of Thunder. And yeah, man, they just keep him super sedated. And shit like that. It's a fucked up episode. 
And there's yes. even a disclaimer, I believe, at the beginning of said episode uh, from the director explaining that, like, this one is a very different direction than in comparison to where the other ones were and where Mortal Kombat in general necessarily goes. Yep. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Fucking oath. It, it, yeah, I, really, I really love it. I, I, and I'm glad, like, like I said, I'm glad it goes more linear still in the second season. But man, if you can make this like cohesive in a story, fuck yes, dude, please. That shit was money. It, I, I loved it. It was, I, you know, Brody and I are horror dudes. So it definitely like fits with the aesthetic of, well, we dig. And Absolutely. And I, I, what I really like about it is that it took its time uh, to appreciate and conjure up backstories for each character throughout the um, throughout the season. I mean, there's, I think it's more so near the end we get a backstory of um, – oh, fuck me. Who's the blind dude again? Fuck. Kenshi. Yeah, Kenshi. And, but then well, that, in the next season episode, two. it's sort of – Oh, is it? Yeah, he comes in in season two. Damn, I fucked up. So, because that because you get his backstory when he's we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Because season two does it where it's like it shows present and then it goes back in time to shows you shit and goes back to present. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this season here, like, definitely is a like with its actors, Michael J. White is a perfect choice for Jack. So I think. Oh, dude, amazing. Amazing choices factors in this and the production design. Like, they did not, I don't, they didn't fucking cheap out on this. And I mean, it, to create such a little iconic fan film and be the director of this uh, series, fuck, that's, that's awesome. I mean, and he really took his time to um, create this world. And I think it just captures a little bit of that realism with the mythology of uh, our uh, characters as well. And it just sets up a beautiful, um, Beautiful display for fucking season two. Okay, so I have to ask you because, you know, your boy, Kano. What'd you think of Kano in this interpretation of it? Look, I, I liked the actor. I thought he did a pretty decent role. I just the the accent threw me off a little bit. But however, we do get to see that fucking eye at the end yes. of the episode. So I was yeah, it was good to say that actually. And yeah, no, I thought he was great. And not only that, but like how they start the episode where they show the assembly line of parts and he just mm. happens to pick the thing up and he's like looking at it and obviously they do the thing. And it's just like that kind of shit, dude. Like I fucking get giddy off of that. And I'm like, yes, yeah. dude. Like I Comes love that. Circle. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like just it's ridiculous. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. Fuck yes, dude. Give me it all. Like Kano said in the fucking uh, reboot, he's like, when he gets hit in the leg with his knife, it's like fucking poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. And then uh, it was kind of nice because then you get them back in the last episode when they're testing out Cyrex and uh, Sector against Hydro, yep. which little uh little behind the scenes. I know I didn't put that in there. You know who Hydro is by chance, bud? Oh, so it's not, nah, it's not by hand, no. No, 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 no. So nah, I, I, I honestly don't know the ninja's name or even if he has a name per se. But 
Hydro is actually an allude to a Linquay ninja that never existed in any of the games, but existed in the original Mortal Kombat comic series when the game first debuted back in 92. Yeah. So this motherfucker was like, he looked like, and when I say straight up ninja, like he had like the swords and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like he almost looks like how like Scorpion kind of looks now, but he was all like decked out in blue and stuff like that because he was Lin Kuei and he was Hydro. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I can't remember if he actually had powers or anything like that. And he, he pops up in a few other spots in MK throughout the, uh, I think in MK nine when, uh, Cyrus of zero, like comes online. I think it says something about hydro or some bullshit like that. But anyways, this, okay. So the Raiden one, I forgot to go back. Was it, were they lobotomizing him? What were they doing? Because they were definitely like picking his eye with a hammer and a pick. What the f- yeah. From what I remember, I th- I think they were also doing that. But also, were they giving him shock therapy? Were they giving? Well, they, him that? they were doing that. <laughs> uh, but he's not used to yeah, it, obviously. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I just remember there was a lot of scenes where, like, they just had the thing where it showed like. It, it showed the pick going down to the eye and yeah. then like it did the pan, but it did the pan away and he's just like hammering, like dink, dink. And you're just like, ah, oh, dude. Like, and then they show him like getting in the wheelchair, getting wheeled out and he's all fucking bruised up and mm. it's pretty full on. So that's I, what they used to do back in the day with lobotomizing. Was it that behind your eye or something? Was it? Yeah, dude. Like, like yeah, just take it a little bit, take a little bit of time, not to like make you stupid or anything like that, but just to make you complacent. Yeah, that's fucked. Fucking a, bro. But he's a god, so he just keeps regenerating. So that's even more fucked. And then it's just <laughs> but because they drug his ass up with fucking drugs, can't do shit. But yeah, man. I mean, the Johnny Cage episode, I thought that was like it was kind of funny with the whole like him trying to sell himself like doing like weird like dog the bounty hunter kind of bullshit and <laughs> I like that and, and I you know I love the moment where he goes fucking ape shit on the producers when they steal the shit like that was great yeah uh, who, I mean what else do you, sorry, the, the, the last the, episode the, was amazing but the scorpion um, sub-zero oh yeah that was, that was pretty cool um I mean, uh, yeah, those two episodes alone, man, you could have just gave me those and that would have been amazing. Absolutely. When he, what is it? Who does he find in the forest? Is that his wife in the forest? I I think it is. I think it's his, yeah. And then he gets there and it's. It's It's not his wife and kid, is it? No. No. Fuck, dude, it's been a minute since I watched the first one. And I apologize. Yeah, same. But no, I know he, like he does that and then he runs through. But it's nice that they go the whole Quan Chi fucks him over and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was enjoyable. And then you get that little snippet of Shang Tsung coming in. You're like, ooh, Deadly Alliance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
All right, man. Anything, any kind of final thoughts on legacy before we season one, before we skip it along to the people that haven't seen it, go and treat yourself. Cause it's a fucking fantastic series. Season one's great. And it's all on I'll YouTube. Yeah. yeah. I think they've even crammed that into a movie length as well. Mm-hmm. You can watch the whole shebang season one and two, dude, and just get it's tasty. Oh, yes. So you, you watch 95, then you watch Annihilation, you go, ugh. Then you go and you watch you, the whole Legacy 1 and 2, right? And you're like, oh, all right, watch about it. We're back, baby. We're back. Right. Then you watch Conquest and you're like, whew. <laughs> all righty. So jump ahead to 2013. We are talking Mortal Kombat Legacy Season 2. Cast is Kendo. Now, I'm going to fuck this up. Now, again. Yep. As Ermac. Casper Van Dien as Johnny Cage. Nice little uh, bug shout out there again. Mm-hmm. Daniel Southwick as Kenshi. Eric Jacobs as Striker. Mark Dacascos. Ah, oh my God. <clears throat> Dacascos as Kung Lao. Ryan T as Liu Kang. Samantha Joe as Katana. Again, reprise. Michelle Lee as Melina. David Lee McGinnis as Raiden this time. Ian Anthony Drank as reprising as Hanzo. Eric Steinberg as Bihan. Harry Shum Jr. as Kwai Lang. And Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa as Shang Tsung. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm so glad they... Once again, they brought him back. You know what I mean? He's the perfect Shang Tsung. It's fucking is. He really is. is. Fucking perfect Shang Tsung. All right, let's watch this fucking bitch. Get over here. There's a flood coming through, gang. And I'm offering you a place on the ark. How do we win 
Exactly. By surviving. Oh, how good was that trailer? Oh, excuse me while I clean up a little bit here. <laughs> what are you doing? Get off. Oh. I was like, God damn, that's a perfect way to fucking insert that quotation for the fucking franchise. Dude, Legacy 2 is so good. Fuck. Before we discuss, how would you give us that plot, buddy? Absolutely. So in the second season of Legacy, we meet a few more of our main characters, get their backstories, all while heading to Shang Tsung's island. However, this tournament is not the one we've come to know. With small tweaks to the lore, the biggest being our leading hero, Liu Kang, has a dark past and isn't fighting for Earth anymore. Can Raiden's warriors win, even with their own strongest fighter facing off against them? I mean... What the fuck, dude? What a left field, like, take. And that's how the series starts, man. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Liu Kang's introduction episode was amazing. Oh, I like, thought he was in the, the bar? Yeah. Oh, my God. That shit was so... And I'm glad they had that in the in the trailer there when he's just fucking bashing... I mean, that whole scene is phenomenal. Yes. He just Absolutely. fucks those dude to high hell, man. Like, <laughs> and he bashes that asshole and it leaves his tooth. Like, oh, fuck, dude. I love it. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, he's just getting the shit beat out of him just because he, like, fucking wants to feel something. Like, oh, my God, dude. This whole, like, this whole season was great. And it does a lot of, like, it does a lot of backtracking and all that other bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, it's nice, dude. It's it's nice that it's just like one, like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, it feels like it's a good movie and it, you, if you almost, I feel like added it just a little bit differently, it yep. could be just one complete amazing, like, there you go. One solid piece. Yeah. There was a couple of interesting choices in the edit throughout this series. Um, like now I'll get this right. As I was saying before, um, with the, the whole Kenshi thing, how we get a bit of his backstory and then see what happens in his episode, but then we go to someone else, someone else is in the next episode, but then it ties into them watching him play out that same scene in the previous. I thought that was a that was fucking cool. I really liked that because they sort yeah. of start to cross paths and intervene by the end of that season. So that was that was really cool how they did that. But I got to fucking just say my favorite episode of this was that whole Sub Zero and um, Scorpion thing where they're little kids and they're like really good friends fighting in the fields and the the fathers just fucking sworn enemies and you get that get over here and you're like fuck me that's so cool yes yes like, that's where he got it from you're like oh, like oh dude it's man. tradition <laughs> it's yeah, tradition yeah. in the fucking hasashi household yeah um, and, and sub-zero like he looks like shit in this and scorpion looks i i think that basic layout of the samurai mask for scorpion i oh, fucking beautiful. love it i yes. love it i i dare say I almost wish they went with something like that in the new movie for this year. Yes, absolutely. Just my personal thoughts. Sometimes no, I can agree to that. Yeah. 
I feel like in the new one, like he's just so like he's just wearing too much shit. Yes. And he's not a samurai. You know what I mean? He's a ninja. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. But oh man, dude, the the just the way they work Scorpion in this too, man. You know what I mean? It's not some bullshit snake coming out of his fucking hand. We're actually getting legit rope dart. Yep. Uh, you know, skills, I should say. <laughs> that, was, that was not the word I was looking for, but it was the word I'll take. Um, and not to mention your boy, uh, Johnny Cage in this, mate. Yeah, man. Well, Casper Van Dien was a very awesome choice. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, obviously, you know, they, they trained him to fight and stuff like that. But because I don't think he had, I don't think he had any fighting background personally before this. Not, no, but he played an amazing Johnny Cage, and especially when he like, even even with a fucked up arm, man, he like goes up against like Luke Hang. Like I love the shit. I love the shit when they call him out. They're just like, "Yo, weren't you that actor?" And he's like, "Still am." <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude. Like I don't yeah, know what it is, man. Just, he just plays his, he plays it fucking well. But I love it when like he sees Melina and he's just like, oh fuck shit. this, dude. And just <laughs> he's like, nope. Cause it was like, well, I think she like threw the sigh. And he just really was like, nope. No. And I'm like, this, I'm that's exactly what anybody gets pulled into that situation, not knowing what the fuck they just, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, dude. And then you got oh. Stryker who's like, he's trying his fucking best. But <laughs> he's yeah. just getting fucking worked. But yeah, man. Like, okay. So my biggest question with Legacy Two is this tournament is not. This has to be the second tournament, correct? Like, we uh, didn't even yes. get the first tournament because Liu Kang. What was it? It was during the dinner between Liu Kang and Shang Tsung when he already said, like, he talked about killing his other form and stuff like that. And Shang Tsung said, like, look what you did. Like, you sacrificed so much for these people, and this is what you got in return. So, like, yes. Yeah. Who were the fighters in that first tournament versus, like, the Not- supposed. supposed I would say one, you know? it was Mocap. He was in that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like, was it just Luke Hang? Like, they just, like, Raiden just sent Luke Hang in, like, knew he was going to kick ass, and that was it. Like, maybe I have so many uh, questions on his first, on this, on the first tournament that we essentially don't get. I don't know. Do you reckon Kung Lao, and he might have died in that first tournament, and that's why he's a little bit fucked up? I don't know. It's been a hot minute since I've seen it, but I'm only just thinking, you know. Well, Kung Lao was Kung Lao was doing his like hardcore monk training and stuff like that. Remember, because he was trying to get Liu Kang back to the temple. Mm-hmm. Liu Kang pretty much told, literally, like told him to fuck off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's I don't know. That, that was my only question is because like, and I know that like I said like they kind of discussed it and like you know, spoiler alert. Luke Kang's all pissed off because he won the tournament. He's living a good life with his not katana, but some random girl out in like fucking Ohio at a fucking diner. 
but she ends up getting killed and yeah dude like his world gets fucking flipped so i don't know yep. Different, interesting take like, mm. no go ahead what they would have elaborated no they probably would have elaborated a bit more if they had to come out and i i got a feeling that though their intentions was to release a third but Ooh. obviously we did so we didn't get that. while doing a little research i found a little something out about that buddy yep the crazy part is the third season has been filmed and is ready to go but for some reason has not dropped because of warner brothers like what they want to do per the seasons or i'm not sorry about season but like how they want to like what they want to do with the content of mortal kombat Damn, that's been like how many fucking years since our last one? Is because like- I guess there was like tweets from Casper Van Dien because like he was training, he was doing more training and he was, it was alongside, um, oh fuck, dude, who was it? Oh, it was Mark Dukakis. It was, it was the guy, uh, Kung Lao. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, so supposedly it's there we have season three it's in the bank but well i don't know why warner brothers would not release it if they got it you know that makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever you you spend all this money to film something that people enjoy and like and then you just don't fucking release it there's got to be something going on behind the scenes more so that's what i'm saying dude I mean, like, I know it was, like, released as a free series and everything, but they still released it on DVD and stuff, so they still got, like, you know, some physical media money coming in from it and shit, and they would even with season three if they did it or dropped it. It's like eight years of the biggest cocktails I've ever heard of. Well, what was it? So this was 2013 was the second season? Yep. I think they said they were filming it in 2015, so it was supposed to drop. When was uh? It's supposed to drop. Oh, that's right. Because it was supposed to include characters from MKX, like new characters like Kung Jin and shit like that. Because, oh, yeah. and this actually goes back to our uh, bonus episode of the new MK. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude who played Kung Jin was actually the guy who plays Cole Young. True. Yes. Okay. And suppose, like I said, I don't know why they don't release this. Maybe because, I, I don't know. There's got to be some bullshit, like you said, behind the scenes that you just don't know. So, Jeez, Warner Brothers, man, they just, they need to fucking pull their heads in, I think. Fuck it, hey, dude. <sighs> but yeah, man, Legacy 2, amazing. Oh, it, it, it Total cocktees at the end, though, because we don't get season three. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Like, it doesn't lose points because of that. It's just... You know, I feel like it's almost like you should prepare somebody who hasn't seen it. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> it, it's fucking fantastic. I mean, it's like they've taken the first one and like obviously doubled it and like how good it was with production design, everything. I, I love the color grading um, in this and especially like that field scene with Sub-Zero and Scorpion, that orange tungsten tinge to it. I think that's a perfect mm. fitting for that fight scene. It just gives it that more melodramatic uh, melodramatic feel and um 
fucking – yeah, I think it works so well. Who actually wins that fight, by the way? Is it Scorpion? Oh, yeah, dude. Spoiler and alert, Dad. So, yeah, and the fucked up thing is he does Sub-Zero's fatality. He fucking does too. That's right. He does the fucking head spine rip, dude. Yeah. He stands there in the field. Like, <laughs> so I will say everything aside, and I think you did mention this. Legacy 2 is great. I'm not sure what's going on with Sub-Zero's design in this. Uh, I don't know. He looks like he's rocking some crazy MX gear and beats by Dre on the side of his fucking head. Yeah, you, yeah, dude. He's got like earmuffs going on. Like, wait a minute. Like, he's cold. <laughs> I, 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 I don't get this. Okay, I, I don't know. <laughs> but he did his slide. He did his slide. That made yes. me very happy. Yes. And yeah, I don't know. It wasn't as crazy as the video game, but at the same time, like we usually, we've never really gotten that in any of the other. Did we get it in the new movie? I can't even fucking um, remember. No, no, we don't. We just get the where he stamps on the ground. We get that ice wall. Yes, which is his throw in MK11, the enhanced. Yeah. Okay. And then we get the the dummy, the the ice dummy, where he jumps yes. out of the ice. That made me the ice clone, dude. Fuck yeah, that's it. That was yeah. awesome. Dude, that shit, did that shit drop already on physical? I believe it did. <gasps> Fuck, really? I could be wrong. Um, but yeah. It wouldn't be far off it. All right. So I think we've talked enough about Legacy. Yep. Two Legacy Season 2. Apologize. All right. On to the last bitty of the night. Ooh. We are talking Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge, 2020. You want to do that cast there, buddy? Can do, sir. Thank you. Sir. So we have Jennifer Carpenter as Sonya Blade, Joel McHale as Johnny Cage, Ike Amadi as Jax Briggs, Steve Blum as Sub-Zero, Art Butler as Shang Tsung, Darren, D- Darren DePaul as Quan Chi, Robin Atkin Downs as Kano and Shinnok, Gray Griffin as Katana and Satoshi, Dave B. Mitchell as Raiden, Kevin M. Richardson as Goro, Jordan Rodriguez as Luke Kang, and Patrick Seitz as Scorpion. Yeah, buddy. I love this movie. Uh, And we're going to watch the trailer, and we are going to talk about it. Once a generation, the finest warriors must do battle to decide the fate of their realm. I, Shang Tsung, welcome you to Mortal Kombat. If Shao Kahn wins this tournament, Earth as you know it will cease to exist. Let Mortal Kombat begin. I will win this tournament. Let's see what you've got. What is it you want? To seek my revenge. So 
Finish him. Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. On digital and Blu-ray. Fuck. Yeah. That's badass. The only thing, they didn't have the fucking, they didn't have the theme in it. I, could you hear the theme? Because I couldn't. No, it was some, uh, I don't know what the hell was going on there. <laughs> some rap song. Some kind of, I don't some, know. Shit. Some shit. It would have been better with the MK theme. Um, I should have looked even harder. You know what? Now I'm going to look after this show. Not that it's going to matter. <clears throat> um, oh, man. So, plot run rundown. You want to go ahead, buddy? Absolutely. In this animated retelling of the first game's tournament, we get more of the solid backstory between the long-lived rival- rivalry of Scorpion and Sub-Zero, with the past events of Hanzo's family and clan being murdered. As well as his own murder, we see how he becomes the spectre we all know. At the same time, we see Raiden gather his warriors and take off for the island. Can the three Earthrealm warriors claim the victory, or will the Netherrealm's newest fighter be the winner? Mm. Mm. Dude, so I'm going to have to go out and say it. And as much as I love the 95 film, this is hands down is the best Mortal Kombat movie to date. Yep. I don't yes. give a shit. Live action has tried its best. And they should stick with the animation. And they are. Yes. Side note, they announced the other day we're getting another movie in the Legends series. Um, what the fuck was this one called? It was the... Uh, Something between the realms was it? Uh, um, fuck, fuck you! I did say it. I know it's in. The, I know it's got realms in the title. Jesus Christ! We're doing a Mortal Kombat podcast. We're fucking terrible. We don't even know this fucking. <laughs> fuck it, hey, dude. Oh my god! What the hell was that, dude? Uh, I gotta look it up now because this is gonna piss me. Battle of the realms. Okay. Battle. Yes. I thought, was, I thought it was Fight of the Realms. Battle of the Realms does sound better. Excuse me. So yeah, this movie was in fucking tense, man. Oh yes, just right off the bat, zero to sixty. Like holy fuck, man! Fucking brutal, brutal for an animated fucking movie too. I loved it. Yeah. So, so funny enough, man. The first time when I bought this and I'm watching it, the wife wasn't really paying attention when I first put it on. Yeah, and she saw she saw the Warner Brothers te- part with Daffy Duck, and that's when she kind of like tuned out to like go to her phone, <laughs> but she didn't see like Scorpion like grab him. Yep. So she turned in as soon as like Scorpion's in fucking rage mode, dude. Yep. When he's just going around murking all the Lin Kuei, and she just is like, "What the hell is this?" I'm like, Mortal Kombat Legends. And she's like, Julie cannot watch this. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, has she? Know. Has she? She wa- caught me watching it, and I really was like, Ooh. man, whatever. And she was just like, <laughs> it was in the hell scene when the demon dude was like, when Scorpion was fucking him up, the torture yep. there. 
Yep. And she was just like, Daddy, I don't think I should watch this. So she just walked out of the other room and I was like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, man, this movie is fucking brutal as fuck. It's awesome. It's it's stuff that we know, but it's then it's like it's completely different, but it's different yeah. in a good way. Like Absolutely. it's not. And that's like that's see, that's the thing is like I know people some you know, some people sometimes people say, uh, Jesus Christ, I can't talk. <laughs> that like it's yeah, fuck it, doesn't matter. What are your thoughts, buddy? Well, yeah, I've, I fucking loved it. Um, you know, I'm all about that violence and fucking gore. And, but I think it, just the actual designs of these animated um, characters, like and they look fucking awesome, like really staunch, badass, scary, intimidating-looking characters. Um, but I do like how they've taken uh, the 95 story as well and incorporated more so with uh, – scorpion like they've, they've taken that element from the first story structure put it in this but then they're going to elaborate it more so on the fact that we'll tie in scorpion's story and weave it into that in in some scenes we do get little easter did eggs of like other characters which i do enjoy did it feel like the original story was more of a side story or did it feel like it had equal balance? i felt I felt it was an equal balance in a sense okay. as well until the third act because it's all about Scorpion um, and Quan Chi by that stage. So, you know, like that yeah. was just no, my you're feeling. Right, you're right. Yeah, it was It was a bit of like we we go from Scorpion to the, the trio, then back to Scorpion, and then when Scorpion meets up with them and then it becomes more so, you know, like a – yeah, I, I don't know. That's just how I felt for the first half of the film. It was a bit of a trio, Scorpion, trio, Scorpion. But then right. the third, third act, it was like fucking Scorpion. Um, just because his story sort of comes to an end at that stage. I mean, it, and, you know, they've had to sort of elaborate on him a bit more by that stage. His name is in the title of the movie. So it's kind of, I feel like it's to expect hmm. that obviously he's going to weigh a little bit heavier in it. Um, Absolutely. Can I just say though, what a turnaround that I did not expect how the tournament ended. You know what I mean? Yes. That was well, the same. I, it caught me off guard. Yeah. That just was like like I don't I don't even want to spoil it. No. You know what I mean? Like, cause if anybody's listening to this shit and you haven't watched it for some reason, go fucking watch it. Fucking do it. But it's yeah, it, it like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? And uh, everything that they changed was good. Like I said, there's, there's, there was going to be, there's better ways. There's ways you can change things that are complete shit. And then there's like reboot ideas, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That can uh, be retold in a, in in a better way. Maybe not better in a different, but a different, like as good way, I should say. Yes. Equal. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Um, what else do we got to talk about in this? I mean, is there anything else to? Joe McHale is fucking. Johnny Cage is great. Mm-hmm. Can I, oh, Absolutely. can we just talk about Sonya Blade's entrance scene in this, dude? Like her Street Fighter shit going down in like fucking Hong Kong or whatever. Fucking, 
uh, yeah, elaborate a little bit more on that. I might be able to. Okay, it's so been a week since I've seen it. No, that's fine. It's been a minute for me too. But no, no, no. When uh, when we're first introduced to Sonya in this movie, and she's having that, she's fighting that bald dude in the middle of like the street fight, and people are like betting on her and shit. And she's, oh, yes. dude, like that is a fucking brutal, hardcore fucking fight, man. Fucking she nice. just fucks that dude's day up. That's <laughs> like, fucking- what a great in- intro to a character like that, dude. Like, yep. Like, you could not make Sonya feel any more badass than that fucking moment, dude. And, and you know that she's going to make Kano look like a little bitch when she captures him. Too. Oh. After seeing that, you know she set the bar fucking high. Dude, her reptile fight, man, was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and she Absolutely. does her fucking fatality to it. Or was that a fatality or was that actually a brutality? I'm trying to remember. It was with the next slice. I feel like it was a brutality where she does like the little fucking wire. Cuts that off. Yes. I dare say that would be a brutality just for the fact that it's a slow burn death. Mm. Was it when she's got the wire around his neck and going. Yeah. Like when she does like the flip over and just shink. Yeah. Oh man. Great shit. Um, Other than that. I'm glad they're making a new one. I will say that. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember. Was it next year? I believe that we were getting it. I think so. Yes. 2020. But I don't believe they said an actual like month per se. I think it was just the year. Yep. Alrighty, sir. So that is it for what we want to do our mainstream like series and all that good shebang. So here we are. This we is are it. at the final wrap up, man. So after thoughts on fatality, a Mortal Kombat retrospective. It has been a very fun time to elaborate on this franchise because being in, like, well, both of us being huge fans of it. Um, and like we said, it all started with a, um, well, the reboot coming out and just our love for that, talking about it. And it was, uh, yeah, it was actually good to actually revisit this whole franchise and even, even like pick up some of the new things that, well, I hadn't seen like Conquest or played like Injustice uh, 2 and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, yeah, it was good. It was a fucking fun time. It's, um, it's been, it's been a pleasure, mate, to discuss this with you. Yeah, what are your thoughts, mate? So it's been a fun ride, dude. This is, uh, like you said, this was supposed to be a one-off. And then it was pitched to the boss man himself, Mr. TJ Bowser, that uh, he threw back. He's like, yo, six-part miniseries. Okay. So I wrote the plan for the six-part miniseries. We had it good to go. Brody and I did our first episode, and we went way too fucking long, (laughs) (laughs) which literally threw off the entire pace of this entire podcast. But at the same time, I wouldn't be prouder of it, dude. It's been, I'm super happy with it. uh, I mean, dude, I was obviously, you know, I was super excited when we didn't even get to that point. I was just like, yeah, all this, like, fuck yeah, dude. I rode the wave hard. Um, I don't know, man. It was fun to let the, uh, have the boss man let us take the reins on something of our own nature. 
Uh, doing the research and everything's been fun because I've learned little tidbits along the way that I didn't know. Um, I almost wish in retrospect, if I, if we knew how long we were going to go, which obviously we went double the amount of what originally wasn't even intended. Yep. Actually we went 13 cause we got that bonus episode, but if uh, I wish we could have did it bi-weekly just to like help with the research purposes a little better. Yep. Um, it would have spanned it out a little bit, but you know, that is what it is. At the same time, I still feel like, dude, you know, fuck man. We had to learn, we had to learn our pacing. What? Like four episodes in when we finally kind of got it down. We're like, okay, we got yes. this shit now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> cut. yeah, dude, you that know, Snyder cut fucking hurt us hard. That that just threw everything fucking off. Oh man. Well, fuck it, dude. Good times. Luckily, we got the boss man to save our ass in the in yes. the uh, you know behind the scenes. But no, man, it's been uh, it's been a fun ride. And even though we are saying this is the final episode, that doesn't mean. I mean, shit, dude. Like we said before. It's Mortal Kombat. Nothing ever truly dies in MK. There are endless portals. Yeah, shit comes back all the fucking time, dude. So, you know, if any new MK news comes out or anything on the horizon, uh, yeah, I'm sure Mr. Kane and I could definitely get together and definitely pot about another bonus episode or a few, depending on, you know what I mean? Yo, dude, if they drop Legacy 3... We might have to do a might have to do a straight up weekly review every time they drop a new episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's there's no reason good. it couldn't come back. That's so, right. Just yeah. fingers crossed that it fucking does get released. Well, we should hashtag <sighs> this shit, dude. I know. I mean, if it's out, if it's legit, already been made. Like, I'm upset that we haven't got it already. This bullshit. Mm. That shit yeah. would have been perfectly. That shit would have been perfect to drop before the movie unless unless they knew it was better than the movie so they didn't want to do that yeah that's a fucking good yeah right that's just fuck now i really want to know if it's any good or not which i I I reckon it would be but yeah man the fact that they went to fight like they were still doing fight training and everything for it and if it's all filmed like what the fuck dude what the fuck? Why are you just holding that in the bank? That's such bullshit, dude. Maybe it's got to be some kind of like copyright somewhere. Yeah, something's got to be holding it up. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine it's just. I don't know. If they don't think there's just not going to make money for them or something, I don't fuck. I don't know. It's so dumb. Yeah, I, I can't work it out. It's, like you said, if you took the time to do it, release it to the public. You know what I mean? It's, not like, that hot. It, it's there. Who gives a shit? That's right. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. All right. So I'm going to say, man, other than that, it's been a great time with you, buddy. Um, was, thank you for doing this podcast with me. It's been a pleasure. And uh, this is going to be our final signing off. Well, for now. For now. But uh, yes, I'm your Fluff Master Stream, Mr. Big Johnny D, saying uh, see you guys later.
And this is your doppelganger, Kanga Banger, all the way from down under saying thank you for tuning in with us throughout this series and we appreciate it very, very much. Until next time, we will catch you then. Thank <laughs> you.